Good Nair Shabbos. For us here in Eretz Yisrael, it's Parshas Chukas, and for our Hebron Chutzar, it's, it's Korach. I think next week we're going to catch up. Just a couple ideas I think are very crucial. Um, being that Shlach ended up in, with uh, Tzitzis, Korach came and his, his taina was about Tzitzis. And it's an interesting thing. Korach came and he said, what about a house that's filled with sperm? Does it need a mezuzah? How's about a beged that's kulo treles? If the entire garment is made out of that blue, do I need to have treles strings on it? And that was his part of his, uh, you know, that how he was approaching Moshe. He was approaching him. You got to clarify the stance on these these issues. And I think that it's important for us to understand <clears throat> that, first of all, tzitzis and mezuzah are two mitzvahs that surround us. We make at least atef b'tzitzis. Some people even, they buy such big talus cuttons, the big tzitzis, they call them, that they're so big that they can wrap themselves around with the, with the tzitzis Make a lisatef on the talus cotton also. Not, everybody has to ask their posek if that's something that they should do. I'm not Allah uh, Lamaisa. But uh, because it's known as an or makif, a surrounding light, it has an influence from outside that will influence the person it's surrounding. And they say that that's also why you see a kala goes around the chasen seven times to have an influence on the chasen that she is about to marry. And it's also similar that the Minig Yisrael is that the Kala buys the Talas for the Chassan for that same reason to signify that she's this a type of surrounding light that protects her husband and uh, has a very unique influence over her husband. And the mezuzah is also something that's by the delet, by the door. It signifies a barrier or a, a boundary between one domain and the next domain. And that's, uh, if the house is filled with sperm, what do you need that demarcation for? And I think that that's the, where the flaw in Korach's reasoning was. Because Korach was trying to say to Moshe Benu, what do you mean, kola eda kulam kedoshim? The entire congregation, everybody's holy. Really holy. For goodness sake, the Navi says, So if all the Jews are so holy, what do we need you as a leader to guide the way? We're just so holy. We don't need any mezuzah on our house. We don't need a blue string on our garment because we're just so holy as it is. And I think that's what was missing, is that Korach, Lemaisa is right to a certain degree. And that's why the Arizal says that, of course, the the Sovetelas of the the words we say on Shabbos, Tzadik Katamar Yifrach, Arab Shabbos, is Tzadik, is the ends of the Kuf, Katamar with the Reish, and Yifrach of the Ches, is the Sovetelas Korach. Because in the end, Korach will be instated, and he was a very holy man. He was very, had good intentions, and was a very influential person, the Talmud Chacham, but he was missing something. Part of what he was missing is this idea or he was maybe thinking about a certain time but we're not yet there. In Olam HaEmes, then it's going to be clear. 
But at this stage of the game, where we're contending with a lot of external forces that try to impose upon us, then you do need, even though we're all holy, we need that extra protection of that talus and the strings that are signifying. And we also need that mezuzah on the doorpost. That when we go out of that domain and we go into a different domain, we connect with the mezuzah. And I think that's just one little idea about Korach. And um, I want to focus on something that I think is very interesting. Many years ago, there was a uh, safer came out, which was hard to get. And they would only sell it to you if uh, you had like a, a note from your Rebbe that you're legit, that you could read this book. It was some kind of uh, mystical stuff. It was known, the name of the Sefer was Nachash Hanachoshes, the, the Copper Snake. And it was a very, very fascinating book with a parish on the, on the Sefer Yitzira and all kinds of schoolers and all kinds of interesting things. I'll be Kabbalah. But the, the name of the Sefer was, there was actually something that was known as a Sefer HaRefuos that Shlomo Melech put together. And anybody who had an ailment would go to Shlomo Melech and he would have his advisors or he didn't even need to go to Shlomo. You just go to the, the, the palace and the, the, the local scholars would look up, oh, uh, toothache, uh, and they get to the right place, toothache, okay. Do have kavanas when you say Kiddush Levana, Ooh, right? Whatever, all kinds of different schools for different things. And everybody was healed. It was amazing. But what would happen is people were getting healed, but they weren't getting the message. Because Baruch Hu creates an illness because he wants people to get a message. And the original Nachash HaNachashas that Moshe Rabbeinu made was to fight the complaint that they had about the man. And this is a fascinating thing. Why did Hashem send snakes so, of course, the greatest Makubal, Rashi, Kadosh. And Rashi comes and he explains that the idea of the, the snakes coming and, and biting the Jews is because the Jews were complaining. The Jews were complaining. They had this unbelievable, the, the Eden had this unbelievable schus that they would be able to have any flavor they wanted in the man. So the man was one item that could taste like anything they wanted in the world. And because they complained about it, Hashem sent the snakes to attack. Why the snakes? Because the snakes could eat anything and it would all taste the same. The exact opposite. Because a snake, everything it would taste like, tastes like dirt. So may as well eat dirt. But, you know, it could eat everything and it has no flavor. So Dafka the snake was sent as a lesson to Klal Yisrael. That means every time we have some kind of illness and a yid is suffering, some kind of malady, the, the fact that he has that is Hashem sends that to give a message to that person. Sometimes it's not so clear what the message is, and sometimes we got to dive in and ask Hashem, am I getting the message? Am I hitting it right? Am I thinking the right way? And it's not always so simple. But there's always some kind of message Hashem wants us to get. And therefore, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu said, oh, 
So I'm going to make this nachash and nachoshes, and I'm going to put it up on a, on a, on a big staff. And of course, all the pharmacists have this symbol of a snake wrapped around the staff because that was the sign of healing. But the Gemara says, was it the, the nachash that healed? Of course not. It's rather that the Yidden would be meshabed themselves to Kosh They would reconnect themselves to Kosh When they look up at that, that snake, they would say, ah, the snake is just a shliach from Hashem, and I'm supposed to get this message, Hashem, help me do tshuva and take me back. And that's what would heal the Jewish people. So we have to understand a lot of us, we want, we have problems in our life. We go to Rebbe's and we go to Tzaddikim and we go to Kfarim and we go to all kinds of places. But we really, the main important thing to do is definitely davening, sometimes maybe a little hisbaitidus and talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Sometimes using HaKadosh Baruch Hu as a soundboard and am I getting it right? And Bezad Hashem, we do that, then for the most part, we, we won't need to go all over the place. The answers sometimes are so close, with it's right inside of us. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu should bless us that we should get the messages Hashem sends us and we should have clarity of what it is and we should make the right adjustments and they wish us a health and we'll all have a refuah of Yeshua and need no more tsaras in our lives. Saigi Bench, have an amazing Shabbos.